I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. Matt Bellisai. Matt Bellisai. <laughs> Just put it all in. I'm here in the studio recording right across from my co-host and producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hi, Matt. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to kick things off with a little ranting as always. Then we got worse things first, where I shout about the stupidest, most ridiculous, worst news of the week. After that, we're diving deep into all the worst things about hot guys. Because we spent all of last week oogling and ogling over them, debating over them, and now it's time that we bitch about them. Okay, it's time that we bring hot people down a notch. And finally, we'll get into all the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier with our chasers. So let's do it, let's get into it, let's start the show. All right, Barry, what do you got to complain about this week? Listen, I've got something to complain about, and that is trying to cancel a print subscription, okay? Mm -hmm. It is impossible at every step of the way they try to break you down and it's working okay i will not name the publication but i do want to cancel my print subscription you can't just go to my account and then like cancel the billing and switch it over to digital oh no 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 no, no. they're like you have to email this email so i'm like fuck fine i'll do it i email that email they respond and they're like i'm sorry but in order to cancel print you actually have to email this email address So I'm like, what? Okay, I'll just copy paste and it won't be that hard. I can do this. It's within me. Go to email that. And they're like, thank you so much for emailing. In order to cancel your print subscription (laughs) and get a digital one, you have to go to this link and enter a bunch of information. Mm -hmm. And so I go to it and then I fill in the information and I go to hit submit and the submit button doesn't work. I tried on another browser. It doesn't work. I think it's just purposefully broken so that you can't do it. And then once you cancel, (laughs) you can't just... You have to then cancel both subscriptions and then just re-get a digital subscription. It's so stupid okay, and impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not even that much money. They're just, it's, I want to take them to court. Okay, first of all, sorry that you hate journalism. Um, <laughs> it's actually an industry that's under attack. And the fact that you are canceling your subscription is offensive to me, a journalism major. Okay, I just never read the print. B! <laughs> I was actually trying to add a print subscription recently oh, because I value material objects. Media. And it was also absurd. New York Magazine, I'll call them out. <laughs> Big fan of their work. I but do love them. I have a digital only subscription and I wanted to add the print one and I emailed them and they were like, yeah, there's no way to do that. You just have to cancel your account and then do it again. Oh, how, <laughs> this, how is that possible? And uh, they, they do make it so difficult. I will say if I ever get an email Fill out a form that at the end of it, it says, okay, now call this number. I'm bringing a knife in. Yeah. Two, if you tell me to find my account number and it is just the middle seven numbers of a (laughs) 20-digit sequence, that is insane. Whenever a subscription is like, look on the little thing that was printed on the front of the magazine. That's what it told me to do. And punch in your account number. But it's like, like, you have to pick out like every other. And then it's like, do you include the dash zero zero? I feel like I'm like decoding some sort of like hieroglyphic. Like I'm not an archaeologist. Yeah. But you could be. If I kept reading from smart magazines. Right. But I won't and I and I will not. I know. I did just cancel another one. Sometimes you have to go through that process though if you want to just pay less cuz eventually you'll get to a screen that's like if you stay we'll, we'll let you have it for half off and yeah. it's like okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, you're begging. Yeah. I mean at this point I'm pretty sure what will happen is I fail at canceling and eventually like I just give like my entire estate to them when I die. That's the path I'm on now. Yeah. And I will just have to accept that. But 
What about you? What's what's uh, what are you uh, here to bitch about this week? I have so much to complain I'm about sure, this week. I'm sure. I'm sure. One um, happy flow nay season. First oh of all, my God. oh Welcome, I forgot. Everyone. I went on this whole rant about how flow nays. Okay, I was shocked and shamed into abandoning <laughs> a nasal spray because one time I tweeted a joke about how like catch me in the corner of the club like snorting Flonase hot joke Amazing. I know <laughs> so good and someone was like don't take Flonase for more than two days or else you'll get addicted to it okay now I believed it. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I did no research, no follow-up. I was just like, oh, shit, I think I've heard something like that before. Now, this week, because New York is in, like, cock-tease weather season, oh. where we get like, just the tip of spring, and then it pulls out, and we're in two more weeks of winter. Yeah. So my body and nasal system has no idea what's going on. Nope. And whenever I breathe through my nose, it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so that exciting. was me taking a that deep breath. Even, that was not even for dramatic effect. I mean, okay, if I really try. Yeah, but like now, let me do it. Oh, yeah, it sounds that the same. Sound great. <laughs> um, so I looked it up. There are some like Afrin. I think don't come for me. Don't sue me, Afrin. But I do know that one allegedly is like addictive. If you use it for more then like a few days it actually like destroys the inside of your nose and like you become dependent on it but i have recently learned after having looked it up that any nasal spray with steroids in it uh-huh. is not addictive so you can okay. shoot that up whenever you want <laughs> and so now i've just been i wake up every morning and do a line of float days hey. and then um go still about sound my- like this <laughs> <laughs> it has improved, though. It has gotten better. But yeah, we're in the middle of allergy season. I have no idea. Like right now, who knows? I could be have raging COVID. Oh, great. So glad I'm in this small space with you. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, the other side of it, because everybody is like clamoring to learn about my entire medical history. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, I mean, every time I share anything, we get DMs that are like, so Matt, many. you're dying. Yeah, so many. <laughs> Including one uh, that is iconic. Okay. If you're new here, welcome. Um, A couple weeks ago, I talked about having a bug bite. I took a picture of it, showed it to my doctor, because I'm pretty sure it was a tick bite, even though it most likely wasn't. Right. Uh, And someone wrote in and just said, hi, Matt, you had ringworm. (laughs) Hi, Matt, exclamation point, you had ringworm. (laughs) No preamble. No context. No context. Absolutely. First time they ever DM'd us, too. Confident authority. (laughs) Um, Ryan, I believe his name was. Shout out to Ryan. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. It was absolutely not ringworm. (laughs) Remember, he went to a doctor. Yeah. You went to a doctor. I've looked up every picture of ringworm on the internet. Okay, thousands of images I've scoured through. What was on my leg was not ringworm. I'll send you the picture if you want. We'll post it, okay? I will be responding every episode from here on out when you say, Hi, Barry. I'll just respond by saying, Hi, Matt. You had ringworm. And then we'll continue on with the episode. It's a great new way to greet people. So just clarifications. Yeah, didn't have ringworm. Do have allergies. And then, yeah, I also recently went to a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Well, I've I've been to a psychiatrist before, but that like meds that I take were only prescribed by like my primary care physician. Right. And I've literally taken this one antidepressant since I was like sixteen. Cool. So like <laughs> just a solid chunk of my life. <laughs> and um, it turns out we're trying to switch the cocktail up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this doctor was like, just so you know, this medicine is like notoriously difficult to get off of. Love that. And um, I hope you're ready. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Oh, sure, let's do it. And so we're switching. And I've missed that medicine before for a couple of days, and it fucks me up. You know, when, like, I don't know, in movies where it's like they do that slow camera where oh, yeah. like, there's like a trail after everything? That's what it feels like in my <laughs> head. Luckily, the new one that they're switching me to is related. So okay. I'm not like fucked up, but okay. it's been a couple of weeks and I feel okay. But I've noticed any... that you have been way more of a bitch, so. Well, It good. makes sense. <laughs> I actually feel like I've felt fine, but um, <laughs> fuck you, I guess. <laughs> so it is literally impossible for me to figure out if I feel weird for like five minutes. I'm like, is it COVID? Is it allergies? Is it the medicine switching? Is it ringworm? <laughs> and the guess answer? what? 
It's ringworm. Ringworm, always. <laughs> so that is my fucking complaints for the week. Do we have any listener complaints this week? Yeah, we do. Let's hit it. Good morning, Barry and Matt. This is Nick from Colorado. This might be a little niche, but something that drives me absolutely nuts is when a very, very attractive person, especially a male, straight male, works in the service industry and knows exactly what they're doing. They know that they can smirk a little bit, they can wink, and I'm going to tip all of my money because, just because, it drives me absolutely bonkers that they have this control over me, and they know it. They absolutely know it. So I just wanted to say, you know, we get it, but you don't have to take all of our money. Just uh, keep looking real nice, and then we'll go from there. I wholeheartedly agree, and that's whole spelled H-O-L-E, because I, yeah, I, <laughs> the amount of money that I'll give a hot waiter is Ugh. all of it. Yeah, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. It's truly a national epidemic. The biggest offense, obviously, is bartenders, because they yeah. are, like, they're shameless about it. Oh, yeah. They're just like, come hang out yeah. at my work and pay for everything. <laughs> and, like, I'll make you feel really good, but mostly I'm just going to get you drunk and, like, you're going to give me so much money. Exactly. Also, like, the pride you feel after you leave and you're like, yeah, they were really into me. Like, that, they're not that way with just any customer. No, and then it turns out they are. They are. That's actually why they're really good at their job. <laughs> And also, they only make like two dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they sh- they deserve the money. <laughs> but still, some of these places are getting real skimpy with these uniforms, with mm-hmm. these aprons. I'm like, okay, you're you know just how to cinch that waist to get me to drain <laughs> my wallet, and I will not have it. Also, now literally every place has those machines that they bring to your table, and that's how you pay. And yeah. it's just like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna feel obligated to pick the highest percentage. Yeah, and now they're adding like thirty percent and stuff which like again i will just do the highest one right it, but, it honestly is so smart the yeah. way that they do like typically you would have it be like 18 percent, 20 percent, 22 percent yeah but now they're doing like 20 percent is the lowest yeah and then and it goes they all the stand way up there but <laughs> let me be very clear before we move on you should be tip tipping. your waiters yeah. tip your <laughs> always tip even if they suck give them, them at least 20 percent. tip them yeah be a decent human even if they suck Unless they're like actively spitting in your mouth. Yeah. Unless they're That's hot. What you want. And then they can get away with it, which mm-hmm. really is the topic of our deep dive today, which is that hot people get away with too much. So thank you for this inspiration. We will be covering this more. But first. But first. We got to get to those headlines. The worst things. All right. Worst things first. Let's chat about the worst news of the week first. By the way, I haven't read any of these really in full, so I'm going to be experiencing these all for the first time along with everybody else. (laughs) Um, First, uh, a listener did tag me in this on Twitter. Um, One of two flamingos that escaped from a Kansas zoo during a storm 17 years ago. (laughs) What? Was spotted on a coast in Texas. How long do flamingos live for? I thought like five years tops. Yeah, How long are birds? (laughs) I guess birds are like dinosaurs. But yeah, how long do lizards live? I guess a a while. How long flamingos live? (gasps) 20 to 30 years? (gasps) But in captivity, uh, up to 50? How? That's fucking insane. How much... What are they Why? doing to those birds in captivity? How luxuriously <laughs> are they living that they're they stick around for four times as long? Oh my lord. Put me in a flamingo exhibit. Yeah. Because I would thrive, honestly. <laughs> I can stand on one leg for I love a shrimp. While. Do they eat shrimp? Yeah, that's how they get pink, bitch. Is that Learn true? Something. I feel like you're no, making this up. We have done this before. It is true. I'm not making it up. Okay. Is that how pink lemonade exists? Yeah. Is, have we done this before? No. I was just talking with someone fully sober about where pink lemonade comes from. Oh was that God. you? No. I don't understand where it's been years since I first drank pink lemonade. It used to be my favorite drink, faggot. And then, <laughs> I, but I don't understand what pink lemonade is. Is it strawberry also? It's just food coloring. 
I don't think so. I, it's literally different. It's a different flavor. Pink lemonade. If it is just lemonade with food coloring, I will take my pants off right now. Ro- it's a rose-tinted beverage made from lemon juice, sugar, water, and some sort of red or pink dye, natural or artificial, for coloring. Take off your god <laughs> damn pants. God damn it. <laughs> no, please don't. Oh, belt is off. <laughs> Um, okay. Anyway, I've only gotten through the first sentence here. Yeah, so this, so basically these two flamingos escaped 17 years ago from a zoo in Kansas. And Fred the goat? Was Fred the goat? Has he been around that long? I don't know. Long? How long do goats live? Apparently like 70 <laughs> years. Maybe, maybe Fred the goat and Harriet Tubman were contemporaries. Wow. We've never even considered that. We haven't. Um, so this flamingo was known as number 492, very Les Mis, okay, <laughs> <laughs> very Jean Valjean, and he escaped uh, after having stolen a loaf of bread to feed his starving family. <laughs> it was never given a name. It only had uh, a number. No wonder on, it wanted to escape. Yeah, this this leg band. Uh, and now recently it was, it was captured on video in March by an environmental activist in Texas, and they were like, oh, shit, that's number 492. Wow. This is exactly what, what's his face did? Russell Crowe. <laughs> he, sh- he showed up, and that now this flamingo's like, fuck, I have to create a whole new identity. Wow. He has to uproot everything. He was living fine, running a new factory, okay, treating everybody so nicely, even the pregnant whore. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh, here comes Javier, and he has to pretend like his number is not tattooed on his arm. Wow. It's really, this is a gripping story, folks. So these two flamingos escaped in 2005 uh, after employees, uh, they they hadn't yet clipped their wings to prevent them from flying. Uh, I... That's probably why they live so long in captivity is because they're not like up there with airplanes. They don't fly that high. I did see a TikTok ring the bell about um, apparently there's an entire layer of the atmosphere that is just um, alive spiders. I'm sorry, what? And I saw this uh, TikTok and it ruined my my year. I don't don't even understand. I don't understand also how. Okay, according to this TikToker, this. I, and I think she's like a biologist or something. Sure, of course. Um, not that I verified it in any way. Is that spiders will build their webs, but then get like, some of them will get like swept away in the wind. Okay, yeah, Because Charlotte. they're so light. And then um, because of their like density, they get trapped in like a particular layer of the atmosphere. Of, in the sky is on the floor. <laughs> and But they're like alive and they feed on bugs and shit up there just floating around all day. It doesn't seem real. And in fact, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's probably not. <laughs> but I wholeheartedly believed it. Yeah. Anyway, that's our movie. That's why flamingos in captivity live long because they're not being attacked by sky spiders. True. I'm I firmly believe that. This has been Science with Matt. Also, does this count as Birdwatch 2022? Uh yeah. I mean, I feel like this bird is it is frightening that this bird has been on the lamb for 17 years, just fully recreated a whole new life. This is exactly what Robert Durst did, by oh the my way. <laughs> Birdwatch 2022. <laughs> Next. This story is actually an update. Um, there was a man um, who was uh, accused or found traveling from Mexico to Southern California smuggling 60 live reptiles in bags or, uh, in his clothes. How could we forget? And now, as an update, he is now accused of smuggling, over the course of years, 1,700 reptiles, including baby crocodiles and Mexican bearded lizards, into the U.S. since 2016. Wow. Build the wall. (laughs) Oh, no. Shut up. How dare you? Um, I just thought that, like, putting the crocodile hunter absolutely to shame. Like, R.I.P. Steve Irwin, but... You kind of were nothing compared to the smuggler. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's true. I don't think I don't think Steve Irwin ever trafficked hundreds thousand, of reptiles. Over a thousand. Almost two thousand reptiles. Yeah. That's over the course of two years. That's nearly a thousand a year. No, it's more what? than that. It's since twenty sixteen, <laughs> yeah. six years ago. 
Anyway, what a dedicated guy, though. Yeah. I mean, he found his niche. He knew what he was good at. And then it's, yeah, it's so shitty that, like, oh, you get caught once and then you have to stop. Yeah. You don't even get a warning. Like, he's been working four years at this. What is he going to do now? So, he yeah, he was taken into custody in February after he was found with 60 lizards and snakes tied up in small bags, uh, which were concealed around his jacket, his his pants pockets, his groin area. Um, and... He told police at the time that the animals were all his pets. Hmm. He was like, oh, I'm not smuggling. Emotional support animals. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I remember when we would go on vacation to Michigan all the way from Chicago. (laughs) And it took us. At the time, I was like, this is the longest journey anyone's ever been on. This is the Oregon Trail. (laughs) We are actually. (laughs) One of us might die along (laughs) the way. Um, We would literally just drive. It was like an hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, But. When I, we had a turtle, a corn pop, right. uh, who my brother caught in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And whenever we'd go to Michigan, we'd have to bring corn pop with us, yeah. like, in a bucket. No, you've told this story before, and now I'm thinking, you know what? This smuggler probably heard you tell that story and was so touched by this beautiful story of corn pop yeah. that he was like, I need to start smuggling reptiles. Probably, yeah. yeah. I do think... If there's one thing that anybody should be getting from Unhappy Hour, it's tips on how to do crime. Exactly. So that's really what we do. This man who is from Oxnard, I've performed in Oxnard before. Oh, my God. Maybe he was in the audience. Shout out to me. If you want to see me perform uh, in other weird cities, you can come to Burlington, Iowa, April 14th. Yay. Um. Anyway, so this man has been in federal custody since February, uh, and all of these additional charges are now being announced uh, about how many other reptiles. How do they even know? I don't know. But, you know, if I were in prison, you know who I, one, wouldn't want to fuck with, but two, would want to get on their good side? A reptile smuggler. Yeah. Just seems like a really good one to know and not a guy you want to mess with. Right. When they when they book him, they better check every hole. Every crevice. And I'm talking, you're going to have to use, you're going to have to get in there. X-ray machines. Yeah. Next! This is another weird story. If what what is a worse thing for a story if not um, a small altercation between two people in Alabama? Anyway, um, this Alabama man called a wrecker service. Let me stop right there. Yeah, I didn't know what is what a wrecker service and how can I get one? Do you know what I mean? Um, I got some for you to wreck right here, and then I'll bend over and pull my pants down, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then um, yeah. That's great, yeah. And then I have to um, pray. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this this man called a wrecker service, which I'm assuming is just a guy with like um, a giant wrecking ball, right? Yeah, yeah. To come help him get a 70-ton crane pulled out of the woods. And now sheriff's officials are charging him with stealing heavy machinery. (laughs) Okay. So here's the thing. If you're planning on stealing heavy machinery, which I actually think is one of the best crimes, <laughs> yeah. I think it's so funny because it's like, what are you doing? Thinking with that? outside the box. Right. Where are you going to put that? Yeah. But what? also, like, where do you buy it? So I understand, like, you see it, you want it, you got it. I wish. Yeah. This is like when I go to the grocery store hungry and then I come back with way too much food and mm-hmm. I'm like, where am I going to put all this? I don't yeah. have the space. Now think about passing a construction site. Yeah. I mean, I think you machines. you know you don't have room for the thing when you have to call a wrecking service to right. come help you get the heavy machinery out. So basically the uh, the owner of the towing service like snitched on this guy. He was like, "Yeah, this guy called me saying that um someone gave him this crane and that he needed help getting it." <laughs> That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna hire a bunch of robbers and be like, the bank has my money. Okay, it is mine. Can you go pick it up for me? <laughs> and then um, the robbers will snitch on me. Oh, I love this. The wrecking service was like, um, I recognize the crane. This, this that's is how you know that's this story. My friend Fred's crane. <laughs> Literally, this is how you know this story is from Clanton, Alabama. Um, the guy said. Uh, he recognized the same. It was the same crane that he had moved a few years before, and he contacted the owner, who denied that he was giving it away. Wow! Liar, liar! Come on, small town. You can't just be going around doing something like this. So the towing guy called the police and said, "Guess what? Someone's trying to get me to steal a crane." Also, it's like 
okay, no crime has been committed yet. He was asking you to do it. <laughs> is it a crime to claim someone else's crane as your crane? No. It's not. I can say your shirt is mine. Okay, but it's not. But until I try to rip it off of you. <laughs> okay, please don't. It's actually not a crime. <laughs> um, and finally, we're heading down to Florida. Only in Florida. I mean, we all know that Florida has long been the gas station bathroom of America. Mm, right? Amen. Like, nothing good is happening in Florida. You're not going to a gas station bathroom because, oh, you know, uh, let me just take a normal shit. No, it's it's a violent <laughs> emergency shit that you're taking in the gas station bathroom, and you don't want your thighs to touch the seat, so you're blasting all over the wall. That is Florida, okay. and that is what is happening right now on spring break. Happy spring break season. I don't entirely know when spring break is. I feel like it's always yeah. in Florida, but it is spring break season, and apparently um, it's particularly bad this year. Police in... Um, Panama City Beach are saying they, they've now had to force curfews and some establishments are banding together to close their doors <laughs> <laughs> all along the Florida panhandle. They're just they're going on strike. Yeah, they they're, are, they're, they're basically are... like, we can't survive <laughs> yeah. this. We are protesting. As if they is that my analogy stands, right? Nobody is going to Florida on spring break to respect Florida. No. <laughs> You're going there to wipe your ass with it <laughs> and then to leave it yeah. for all of the, the old retirees. And now... Which, to be fair, they deserve it. <laughs> um, <sighs> so law enforcement officials are saying that they won't tolerate the bad behavior from spring breakers after... Oh, I mean, the problem is it's not just like crazy spring break activity. It's now it's like people are shooting each other in the foot. This is literally a sentence. Um, police said they won't tolerate the bad behavior from spring breakers after a 21-year-old from Alabama was shot in the foot during a, a shooting in Panama, Panama City Beach. Alabama. So that's why you should have just stayed and had your, your crane stolen. Sure, yeah. This police chief said, the crowd that has been here this weekend, there are no words that can describe the way that they have behaved themselves, conducted themselves, and the amount of laws that they have broken. <laughs> um so, yeah, they've had, like, out-of-control crowds. They've also, apparently, there's just, like, a shitload of guns. They've, they confiscated 75 guns. Okay, I did, not to victim blame, but, like... Don't go to spring break. That's, like, Florida's asking for it. I'm sorry. Right. Like, th- those are the laws that you have. The, that's the weather you have. That's the expectation we have. Here we go. Let's yeah. party. The sheriff's office in Bay County said that 161 people were booked into the county jail during this weekend. And you know what? They probably kept partying in there. They just made it a rave. He says he noted that 78 of those arrested were from Alabama. What is (laughs) happening? What is Alabama doing? I mean, I guess it's It's like... It's right there. Yeah. It is uh, right there. Hips, hips skipping a hop away. But yeah, some local nightclubs are volunteering to close their doors <laughs> on, um, it was this last Sunday night, I guess. They wow. were like, we're not going to stand for this. We're all just going to close our doors together. As producer Melissa pointed out, it is the springtime SantaCon. Amen. And I'm pretty sure that is what gave me COVID. So <laughs> everyone be careful out there. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Don't forget to share and tag us in ridiculous news that you find at Unhappy Hour on Instagram. And next, we're diving deep into hot people. Right after this commercial break. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. I'm Bobby Finger. And I'm Lindsay Weber. And I want to tell you about a podcast I think you're going to love. Who Weekly is a podcast about everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Does celebrity news stress you out? Are there too many people you've literally never heard of? Check out Who Weekly, a podcast hosted by Lindsay Weber and me, Bobby Finger. Each episode goes deep into the biggest Who Liberty stories of the moment. And if you're still confused, we even have a weekly call-in episode where we'll answer the most burning listener queries. Who Weekly airs twice weekly with brand new episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays. Listen and follow Who Weekly on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Shimon Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. 
All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully, no one will die on stage tonight. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right. Well, Hawkeye March Madness has come and gone. Um, I... <sighs> I've come, but I'm not gone. You know what I mean? Um, but yes, we have spent the last several weeks pouring over hot guys. And as much as we love to look at hot people, mm. it is, it, it's important to remember in, in this hangover from our hot guy March Madness thirst that hot people are a menace to society. Amen. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, Matt, but, but you're super hot, right? <laughs> like, isn't this hot on hot crime? And it's like, yeah, it is. I'm punching sideways at my fellow hots. You're able to come up with this list because it's so relatable for you. Exactly. I just think it's important to to remember, and I'll humble myself in this, that hot people cannot be trusted and that we need to we need to be taking them down as a society. We should not be holding them up as any type of of beacons of emulation, whatever that means. <laughs> so let's get into it. This is why hot people are the fucking worst. First, hot people are getting away with too many terrible outfits. The number of people I see on like TikTok or Instagram who they'll do like an outfit of the day and it's truly them just taking a shredded piece of fabric (laughs) and trying to fashion it into a garment. And it's like, no, it's not working, babe. But they get away with it because they still look hot in it. Yeah, and it's not fair. And it's like, oh, maybe I can wear this, like, dish rag. And I can't. I am obsessed with whenever a TikTok goes viral and it is some really hot person being like, look at I turned this, like, pair of boxer briefs into a dress. <laughs> and, and, like, they really think they did something and everyone is like, no, it's only because you're hot. Yeah. Like, and then they're, like, suddenly getting, like, a fashion deal and, like, they're coming out with a whole line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they have an actual, like, exclusive at Zara. And, <laughs> yeah, even, even Zara, I'm like, you're only convincing me that these clothes look good because they're on hot people. Yeah. You cannot convince me that these are good clothes. No. Okay? This is literally a sack. <laughs> I do not understand. And I know I'm giving mixed signals here. I don't like how formless fashion has become. I'll say it. I'll oh. say it. Nobody else is saying it. I don't like how formless fashion has become. I want to see your body. I just really hate those pants that are like, <laughs> uh, they're just completely the same width from top to bottom. Uh-huh. So it's like the hole at the bottom where your ankle is is the same exact width as your hips. Right. But it's not bell bottoms. No, and it's not a skirt. It's like straight leg. I call them like, yeah, they're like artist pants. <laughs> and I hate them. <laughs> I associate them with those beanies that only cover the top of your head. Right. Which I've famously complained about in the past, and I'll complain about them again. I don't understand why you would only wear a beanie that covers your scalp and not your ears. Agreed. Okay, wildly off topic. (laughs) The point is, we need to start bullying hot people for their bad outfits. That's, That's what matters. Yeah. That's It's just like what we do at the Met Gala every year. And that, even even that is like we're allowing you a certain level of craziness. Yeah. But still, if you it's show a up, costume. right? If you show up in a bad costume, you're gonna get bullied on Twitter. Yeah. Horrifically. <laughs> also, it fucks me up that hot people can just buy whatever they want and and look good in it. Yeah. And you know why? Because the mannequin is a hot person. Right. We need more mannequins that look like me. Make mannequins ugly. Yes. Not that you're <laughs> ugly. <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of one of my favorite lines from you, which is um, about <laughs> you were talking about a clothing store that opened up. 
<laughs> I know this haunts you and I rarely think about it, but I whenever I remember it, it does make me laugh, <laughs> which is where you you were like, yeah, this new clothing store opened up and I hate their clothes. And then without even thinking, she turned and she was like, you would probably like a lot of their stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. They have a lot of nice stuff. <laughs> Immediately after you're like, I would kill myself if I ever wore any of those garments. Anyway, the point is, hot people can wear whatever they want because the mannequins look hot and we're trained to think that it looks good. I We just need a mannequin that has like a nacho cheese stain on it. Yeah. It's a mannequin that's like, okay, why is his left peck two times bigger than his right one? <laughs> I need to be able to know what the clothes look like slouched on the couch. Exactly. What about a mannequin with severe lower back pain <laughs> and a herniated disc? <sighs> oh, and it is like literally cheaper to be hot. Because you can buy the shittiest thing and still look good in it. Yeah. It reminds me of that guy when we went to that movie premiere that we didn't realize was a movie premiere. <laughs> and that one guy was literally just in like a Hanes tank top and like jeans. Oh, and I yeah. was like, you're the hottest person I've ever seen and you look like a million dollars. Even though his entire outfit probably costs three ninety nine. Mm. Next. Oh, yeah. This was just a TikTok I saw um, today from a girl who was like... Hot people are never considered creeps. Like, only ugly people are creeps. Mm. Ugly. Like, that's, like, even the whole premise of You, the show. Oh. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, of the show You. Right. it's, like, no one thinks he's creepy because he's hot. Yeah. If Joe were, like, a little bit ugly, absolutely, he'd be arrested. Immediately. Episode one. Yeah. But they put up with it because he's hot. Yeah. And it's, like. No, you're getting you're getting away with it. Uh, she said something like creeps are just horny ugly people. <laughs> like ugly people aren't allowed to be horny because <laughs> then you're called a creep. Yeah. And it's like no, actually we're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> we're all anyway. creeps. Um next, it bothers me that you could just make money from being hot on the internet. No talent, just hotness. The amount of times that I see people just absolutely losing their shit over someone with no talent, yeah. with absolutely nothing to offer but good looks. Because it used to be that they would just model and like they would like be paid to be a model. Yeah. But now it's just like but you're now Twitter, paid to be yourself hot. Yeah. Twitter's turned on tip jars and now it's <laughs> like, just give me tips for being hot. And guess what? People do it. Tip your servers. That's why I'm like, maybe I should just sell my feet. Hey. I do You're judge one people. OnlyFans page away. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever looked into it. The amount of money that the average person charges on OnlyFans is ridiculous. I'm like, there's no way you expect people to pay this. But then people do? I guess. Only one way to find out. I've, if I remember anything from my high school economics class, it's that... You're going to keep that price if if demand is being met or else you're going to have to lower your price. Hey, I mean, you're not doing anything with the Patreon page. Might as well just get over to (laughs) older fans. Um, And yeah, if you can't tell, this is mostly just like jealous rage. (laughs) (laughs) But also how people are always posting thirst traps with horrible captions. And it has gone on long enough. If I see one more hot guy who posts a picture with, you know, uh, just feeling the dad bod today, I will kill you okay i will literally come to your house and stab you we're not here for your captions like just post the photo right i don't like an inspirational quote as a caption okay don't bring gandhi into your bulge (laughs) b i don't like any self-deprecating uh caption Mm -mm. when you you know you look good okay don't don't try to be like oh you know just ate a whole pizza no you didn't you actually did not (laughs) Yeah, just the amount of hot people who think that they're funny on TikTok and get millions of views because they're hot. And I'm like... It's enabling their comedy. Yeah. No, some of us have to do comedy because we didn't have any other option. (laughs) Some of us actually suffered in order to get here. And you're just doing it because people say that you're funny? No, you have to earn that laugh Mm -hmm. by by humiliating yourself. (laughs) And you don't understand. The only hot person I will allow is Julia Fox. And I don't entirely know who that is. I know. 
it's... where she came from or what she does. But every sentence that she says is absolutely divine. It's gold. It's it's truly gold. I mean, from her breakout role as Josh Safdie's muse on Uncut <laughs> Jams and her most recent hit uh, about... Her memoir. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, it's memoir. not a memoir. That line... Um, I mean, I don't like to think about. I I don't like to talk about things bef- before they're done because I'm supersti- I'm superstitious. <laughs> but like, I do think it's a masterpiece. <laughs> if I do say so myself, <laughs> iconic, iconic. Oh, and also about her eye. The people on the red carpet were like. We love your eye makeup. Looks horrible. <laughs> so bad. I don't understand that look. <laughs> Just like, oh, thank you so much. I did it myself. <laughs> also, being hot is not a personality. It's not. Talking to a hot person is always like talking to a, a dog. This, I'm sorry, we need to talk about Jacob Bellorty. That's who it is, right? Yeah, unfortunately, it is. Yeah, that hot is his personality. He presented on stage with... Alexis Fisher? Haley Steinfeld? Oh, I'm sorry. Not Jacob Bellorty. I'm sorry. That's not who I'm talking about. The guy from Euphoria. That is Jacob Bellorty. No, but the other one from Euphoria. <laughs> oh, okay. We're talking about two different people, and but they both deserve uh, our discussion. Okay. okay. First is Jacob Bellorty, who is the hot, tall Australian on Euphoria. Yes. He is the kind of typical, like, jock kind of figure. Mm-hmm. Um. He presented at the Oscars with, um, oh, I think it was Rachel Ziegler. Yep. Reading, he was reading the cue cards and I like could not have had less of a personality (laughs) if he tried. (laughs) Yeah. Which, to be fair, it's like, okay, you're on the spot. You're like, you're on stage. I get being nervous. But also it's like, no, I just don't think you ever had to have a personality. And it's baffling to me because then there was behind the scenes footage of him. Uh, I think it's him and Rachel behind the scenes. Yeah. And he had to like, because he's like 6'5", which is also like, okay, fuck me. Um, <laughs> but he had to like shimmy down so that she could help him fix his like bow tie or something. Uh-huh. And it was like, there's more personality in that three seconds than you displayed for the past 10 years. Two, the other guy from Euphoria, Angus Cloud. Yes. Who plays Fezco, um, the drug dealer? He, f- f- for the love of God, <laughs> not I, a single thought behind those eyes. There was, it was a red carpet interview, and I'm pretty sure she was asking a question along the lines of like, "How emotional, like, is Euphoria? Like, can you speak about your emotion yeah. around Euphoria?" And he just goes, "No, thank you." Uh- I saw an entire like minute clip. That was this was the very end. That was like the last thing. And, right. And then she was like Which I hope his publicist was behind her being like, fuck it. Stop. End it, end it now and walk away. Because all the questions before then, she was like, I mean She was trying so hard. You don't watch Euphoria. The last episode, the finale of Euphoria was like his big scene. There was like this big showdown. It was like a very emotional yeah. scene. And he's great in it. But she was like, What was it like when you first read that? And he was like, read what? <laughs> she was like, the oh. script. <laughs> like, what did you think of it? And he was like, which part? She, he was <laughs> like, like, it's a vibe. Your part. What? The part that you, you were in. <laughs> anyway. And finally, hot people always think they have something interesting to say. They, they'll tweet something like, oh, you know, the tortilla is the wrapping paper of the taco world. And it's like... <laughs> Everybody and then everybody responds and they're like, "Oh my God, you are so wise." Um, here's you know, you should write a book. <laughs> and then they do. Yeah, and it's like, stop giving hot people books. We're not here to listen to what you have no. to say. Just take a picture, post it, and move on. <laughs> and don't you dare get into poetry, okay? No, I'll end it all. I swear, <laughs> I will end it all. If you if I read a single poem. Also, hot people think they can be mean. I need to just unfollow people is what needs to happen because <laughs> the amount of times that hot people will post like really mean, passive aggressive shit about uh, other people. I'm not this is not me being like, "Oh, I I tried to flirt with someone and they rejected me." No, no, no. I'm just mean like general personality that I witness, mm-hmm. m- not me interacting with them at all. And it's like 
just shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's what, that's all I have to say about this. Hot people, you will be dealt with, okay? <laughs> and that is that on that. That's all in my deep dives from now on. <laughs> and that's it for this week's deep dive. All right, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easier, starting with Do Better White People, where we highlight some anti-racism resources and other actions we can take to make our world a little bit better. This week, as of this recording, is Trans Visibility Week. And I think it's tomorrow is Trans Visibility Day. Yeah, I believe so. But guess what? Here on Unhappy Hour, we believe trans people exist all year round. Every day. And I'll go on the record with that. (laughs) Um, But... We're both big fans of Raquel Willis, who has posted a whole bunch of actions that we can take. She had kind of this whole campaign with Trans uh, Visibility Week. And we'll link to that um, stuff to do in Texas, stuff to do in Florida. Yeah, the Don't Say Gay bill passed. It was officially signed by fuckface DeSantis last week. So, yeah, not a lot of good shit. I will say I despise everybody who's like... I'll say gay and just post the word gay. And it's like, okay. That's not what this is about. Yeah. It's very much like, great. Okay. You're not doing anything. So donate money to the people who are running against these ghouls and support the organizations that are actually helping people on the ground, especially young people, especially trans people. And yeah, we'll post a link to uh, a few of the different things and organizations in Florida and Texas, Alabama. Unfortunately, there's a lot of states that are considering similar type of legislation. So it's important to kind of show up and show out against this shit because they're banking on it riling up. To get people to vote. Yeah. We'll put those links in the show notes. And then um, what TV have you been watching this week? I'm still watching Better Call Saul. We're moving right along. That show is so fucking good. It's so fun. I actually have never seen Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you don't need to in order to watch Better Call Saul. I know that you get more out of it if you do. They're like I'm watching it with my partner and he'll be like, oh, that's a character from Breaking Bad. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> but it's amazing. It's funny. It's Oh, it's so good. And I'm loving it. I also started watching Our Flag Means Death. We started watching it together and we didn't make it through the first episode because we were like, meh. But then we both tried again. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts. That is my show of the week. Um, Yeah, I remember we tried. We were high and it was not the right show for the moment. No, no. Also, yeah, the pilot is a little okay. Yeah. But if you don't know. Our Flag Means Death. It's like... It's a Taika Waititi show. It's on HBO Max. It's about pirates. It's about the gentleman pirate who's actually a real pirate. Blackbeard is in it, played by Taika Waititi. He's my favorite part of the show. And it's just like almost like workplace comedy. Right. But but set on a pirate pirate ship. ship. Um, (laughs) All the ingredients of something I would love. mm -hmm. That being said, I'm still continuing to watch it. It was great to watch it while doing my taxes. Like, having that in the background while doing my taxes was a great experience. Yeah. I don't know. I like it a lot. I also feel like just the way that they deal with, like, sexuality and gender and stuff in a way that feels like it's just very incidental, but still, like, fun and heartwarming. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's fun. I've also been watching What We Do in the Shadows, finally finishing it. I love it. That show I love. And... Colin from What We Do in the Shadows is in Better Call Saul in the first season. It's incredible. And I was like, wow, I love this. <laughs> anyway. Amazing. That's what we're watching. What's your non-TV chaser? My non-TV chaser is also something you were involved in, which is we returned to private room karaoke. Oh, it yes. was our friend's birthday this last weekend. She had a private room karaoke booked and it was so fun. My voice was already shot, but it was just so great. You were basically the DJ of the night. You picked a lot of great crowd pleasers. The highlight of the night was when most of the people had left. At that point, it was like our Broadway loving friends. And we like really just moved to Broadway songs. Of course, when we're doing Broadway, got to do memory from Cats. Somehow the karaoke machine broke 
and there were no lyrics, only the song, and Matt Belisai, <laughs> without looking at any lyrics anywhere, performed the entire song perfectly. It was iconic. <laughs> it was my chaser of the week. I only barely remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also there was a lot of gin and soda in my body, but it was incredible. It was memory from memory, and it was iconic. And thank you for being my chaser this week. You're welcome. What was your chaser? That was also a chaser of mine. Also, special shout out to Pedialyte because Yo. I... <laughs> <laughs> Please I, sponsor us. I've never tried really the Pedialyte route before. That shit works. Like two weeks ago, I went out with a friend on a Friday night and was so violently hungover on Saturday <laughs> that for a second I was like, am I ill? Do right. I have COVID? Like at one point I did have a fever, so I do think I was actually sick, but it was not COVID. I took multiple tests. But I was so like traumatized by what felt like a hangover that I was like, I don't want to go out on Saturday night and be like super hungover this weekend. Yeah. So I prepared, had like a high carb dinner beforehand, oh, yeah. <laughs> rice bowl, um, and then purchased a bunch of Pedialyte that day to be ready. And let me tell you, I felt like solid. Yeah. Love it. I love having it right before bed and then in the morning. Yeah. A solid combo. I had a glass before bed, mm -hmm. a glass in the morning, a glass a little bit later in the day. Um, my mom called me at 11 a.m. and I, that's when I'd gotten up. So I was like, I'm getting up. And she was like, oh, no, are you sick? And I was like, no, I just went out last night. So I slept in. The other day she texted me. Literally, like, three days later, she said, how are you feeling today? And I said, good, why? And she said, after your drinking binge. <laughs> okay, mom. I was like, first of all, I didn't even say, like, oh, I was out drinking all I was like, I went out for a friend's birthday. Yeah, so made no reference, in. And I slept in. But to 11, not even, like, four in the afternoon. <laughs> my drinking binge. Wow. So, Pedialyte. And karaoke. Pedialyte, karaoke, and then a special shout out to... Ringworm. The new Harry Styles album. That, <gasps> well, yes. the single will be out by the time this episode is out. Very exciting. But I will not have heard it yet. But I'm assuming I will like it. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can buy merch at unhappyhourshop.com. As always, head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, wherever you get podcasts, follow us, rate us, review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, Marisa Roscoe, and me, Matt Belisai. Hadim Jang, Meredith Rice, and Kurt Courtney help out with our socials. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansel Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkleberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellasai. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter and Unhappy Hour on Instagram for all the latest podcast buzz. You can leave us a voicemail on our rant hotline at 601-600-RANT. That's 601-600-7268. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, bye bye Memory. All alone in the moonlight. I don't remember any of the lyrics. <laughs> I don't know what possessed me that night. It was incredible. <laughs>